Welcome to the Melanin Money Show with your host, George Atchampong and Carter Cofield. We're on a mission to decrease the wealth gap by $100 billion and in the process, creating 100,000 new first generation millionaires. And we want you to be one of them. So listen to our show for weekly tips on personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship as we help you navigate your journey to your first $1 million in net worth and beyond. Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. Y'all, we are, we are literally a few episodes away from 100 episodes. On Big the- Hondo. Y'all believe that, man? A hundred straight rain, sleet, snow, snow, whatever, whatever. Cancel podcast studios, cancel podcast studios, whatever. We are, we are, whatever. We, we, we outside, right? So, y'all. Um, so this one we wanted to like make it really practical. You know, last week, uh, you know, we we was messing with y'all a little bit, and you know, because we know y'all don't want to stay broke, right? We just want to kind of. A light a fire fire under y'all because we know none of our listeners, none of our viewers want to stay broke. But we, we couldn't not follow that episode up, right? With some simple money hacks of 2023 that absolutely anybody can do. Um, you can pick the ones that are most relevant for you. We want to make sure that you execute on this to make this next half of the year better than amazing, right? So, Carl, let's get into it, man. I, I was actually really excited about this one because they're so practical and they're things that you kind of might have thought about, but Maybe forgot about, right? Yep. So and, and the thing I love about today's episode, we're living out a majority of them, right? We're living out, so we're we're not talking to you all to to you all through happenstance or maybe we're literally talking to you all from experience on each of these um, top money hacks for 2023. So what I want you to do is get your notepad out because note takers are money makers. If this is the episode you're going to you're going to stop driving. You're going to want to um, uh, make sure you're sitting some sitting down somewhere because you want to. Take these notes and put these notes and ideas into immediate action. So exactly. let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. Everywhere on the internet right now, you're seeing everything about 50-50. Should I go 50-50 with my spouse? Like, nah, my man got to get seven jobs in a side hustle. I ain't working. Like, bro, like, I don't know when, where, how, why, like this 50-50 conversation took over the internet, but I am tired of it. Right. I am absolutely tired of it. But, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't give our perspective on the good side mm-hmm. of 50 50. Right. And so I've been married for a little while now, um, since 2015. Is she listening? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, mess it up. Up, don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Right. And um, I would say our first year, it was kind of like the trial and error year. Right. It was like, all right, well, let's like have like this money, this joint, but you can still do your thing over here. I'll still do my thing over here. And to be honest with y'all, it actually was more of a hassle to try to separate stuff. Like it actually became more of a hassle because then it was like, oh, well, that's the thing that you you were supposed to do. And so then you out of town and like, now I'm not, I don't want to spend my money because you, it, it was just so annoying. So we were just like, yo, we just gonna put it all in the pot for the betterment of the outcome that we're trying to achieve. And so one of the great things about being married or having a significant other. And this isn't an episode about prenups and all that kind of stuff, right? This is just very straightforward. Assuming that you have a, a, a spouse that you're on good terms with and you believe that you'll be with them for the for the foreseeable future, right? How how having that can be a money hack, right? And so one of the easiest money hacks is taking one of the incomes, right? Whether it's the the boss woman who's who's killing it or the man who's out here getting the bag, doesn't really matter, right? 
taking one of the incomes and basing your lifestyle expenses off of that income, right? So let's say that one spouse makes $110,000 a year. That means that everything, right? The rent, the mortgage, the car payments, the food, the groceries, et cetera, all have to be factored in off that. And then the other salary, however much it is, 50, 60, 70, 80, all of that gets allocated towards investing and wealth building, right? That is a super simple and straightforward money hack. The problem with most people do though, is they look, we got combined incomes. Now we can get bigger and better cars, bigger and better house, bigger and better vacations. And then you look up with bigger and better burdens, right? Because, that's good. That's good. Okay, because it's like, yo, like, matter of fact, I tweeted this the other day. You don't never hear about nobody going filing for bankruptcy who make $50,000 a year. You know who you hear about filing for bankruptcy? Someone who actually made a lot of money, but messed it up in a, in a very big way. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like having more money doesn't solve your problems. If anything, it amplifies and exposes them even worse. It's an amplifier, right? I think, Carter, you said it the other day about like throwing gasoline on it, right? So it's like, y'all, like if you think that you get into a situation with two incomes and if y'all don't have good money management and don't have a plan, it actually could end up a lot worse, right? Than if you just had one income because now you got more money to mess up, right? Which could be an even more catastrophic situation. Are you an aspiring first generation millionaire who's looking to march towards their first one million in net worth? If you are, then I strongly encourage you to consider joining the Melanin Millionaires Club. Inside the Melanin Millionaires Club, you're going to get access to a complete library of elective courses that will help you navigate towards your journey of your first one million in net worth. You're going to receive access to My Wealth Health, which is a dashboard that allows you to track your financial progress in real time. You're going to get access to live workshops and masterclasses, and you're going to get access to our past library recording of all of our masterclasses and workshops called Financial Clicks. Not to mention, you're going to receive access to our flagship feature called Pocket Advisor, where you get access to a financial coach in real time. This is by far one of my favorite features of the platform, and there's so much more. All you have to do to learn more is go to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to see how you can take advantage of all these benefits and become a first generation millionaire. See you inside the club. I, I love it, man. I love it because like, Again, if, if, if you got, you know, if, if you were making $100,000 and you were living in your one bedroom apartment, whatever, living, however you want to live, live like a king, and you you, you met a girl who was also making $100,000 living in her one bedroom as a queen, there's no sense of you all coming together and getting an eight bedroom house, right? Just come, like come together, get a two bedroom, and now y'all have one household with double the income, right? That is a quick an easy hack. And now you can say, well, hey, instead of jumping our expenses, you like your one bedroom. I like my one bedroom. We get a two bedroom. Somebody has an office, right? We love living in the same room. Now, you take all this extra money that you no longer have to pay and use that to invest, right? Nobody had to ask for a raise. Nobody had to ask for, um, uh, you know, a, a, you know just a more clients and more customers. Y'all literally doubled your income overnight by making that step together and saying, hey, one income, we're going to base our lifestyle of one income and base our investment off, off another. So now you're probably able to invest five, $6,000 a month. Which is crazy. 
right? which is crazy. You're investing someone's salary every single year. And then like, if you do that, how much faster are you all going to be towards financial freedom? Right. Shout out to Financial Freedom Fast Lane. Y'all know we every every Fridays. Right. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's, that's the goal. That's, that's the, the goal. goal that is the goal. Like, here's the thing. Somewhere along the way, somebody lied to y'all. Someone said, you got to invest 10% of your income. And most people ain't even doing that, sadly enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And because you're investing 10%, the average American maybe makes $50,000 a year. Now you're investing about $5,000 a year. If you doubled your income, even if both of y'all only made 50, right? But you doubled your savings rate, you don't double the amount of money that you're saving and investing, you quadruple it, right? Because if y'all are making 50, right? You're only able to put away $5,000 a year and now you're making 100 and you can put away $20,000 a year. You are quadrupling the amount of money that you're able to invest because you're able to double your savings rate. Now, here's the crazy part. The crazy part about it is in that example, y'all still get to improve your lifestyle a little bit, right? Because I only said you double this. I didn't say you invest 100%, right, of the, the money. I'm just, giving, I'm just trying to give you some leeway. Even if you just doubled your savings rate, now you're investing four times the money, right, by combining your incomes. And what happens if you really get freaky with it? You know what I'm saying? And you say yeah. you're allocating that entire additional income. Right. You can literally cut your retirement financial independence timeline down Right by twenty plus years, mm-hmm. but, but mm-hmm. y'all want to y'all want to y'all want to work until y'all sixty five though. Right, that's what right. I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. So here, here's another here's another hack on top of that same marriage thing, y'all. We not we not we not promoting anybody get married before they before they before they ready to. But there's some hacks. There's some hacks in here. Here's another bonus hack. If you all are living together and it's working out and you're contemplating getting married before you do so. You, the man, you go buy a home and put a three and a half FHA FHA loan, three and a half percent first time home buyer loan, and you get a crib. Then a couple months later, however long it takes to get another down payment, you have your girl go do the same thing. She goes and gets a home FHA three and a half percent down. And then y'all get married, y'all live in one of those houses, and then you either Airbnb or long-term rental the, the one out, but now Y'all get two, uh, y'all got two places for three and a half percent down each. Where most people, if you, if you, if, if one, if y'all did the after y'all married, y'all get three, y'all get three and a half percent one time, and then you got to put twenty percent down the next time. This is a hack for y'all to before y'all get married already start accumulating assets in a way that makes that makes sense. Big facts, big facts. Big yeah. Facts. So that's that's a big hack for those who are ready mm-hmm. um, and, and, and want to make that move. And yes, it is going to require requires some discipline you know like you can't just like because it is very easy to be like oh let's run it up now we got as much, we got more money for a down payment we can get a bigger crib to impress our friends but here's something that like shifted my paradigm a long time ago on the first of the month nobody from instagram nobody from my text thread nobody from anywhere is sending me any money so why on god's green earth would i try to create a lifestyle to impress people that don't even really care at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? You got to do what's best for you and your peace of mind, right? And this is one way, one of the ways that you can do that and get there a lot faster. Could you imagine having a financial coach that at any given time, you could ask your questions in real time 
from a real expert and get real advice. To be honest, Pocket Advisor is the flagship feature, in my opinion, of the Melanin Millionaires Club. And when I originally created this platform, for those of you who may not know this, Pocket Advisor was actually the name and the primary feature back in 2021. But when I rebranded to the Melanin Millionaires Club, I knew that no matter what we added or changed, Pocket Advisor had to stay because we have democratized financial advice by giving you access to a real financial expert in real time. There is no other financial education platform that you'll find something like this that's actually backed by a financial advisor. One of the top 100 in the nation, I might add. So if you're looking to get financial education in your pocket in real time, head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about Pocket Advisor, as well as all the other great benefits and features that you can find as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. All right. So for our, our single folks, we ain't going to leave y'all out, right? We're not, like mm-hmm. you said, it's not just for people. These hacks aren't just for people who are married or desire to be married or have a significant other. If it other. was, I would not be here right now. If this was a, <laughs> if this is only a married episode, I would not be here. So um, for all of my single folks who can do whatever they want when they want, all of my single folks who can uh, live wherever they want, up and leave whatever they want without, without having to give somebody else's opinion or what you should, what you should do, this hack is for you. So it makes like, like marriage. It's like marriage. Marriage is a prison. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. But I'm just saying. Like for my single folk, like, the married folk, you probably can't do this one right here. I mean, you, you, maybe you can, but maybe you can't. But for my Ma- single, Ma- I would say mar- married. Yes, single. Mar- married with kids, probably not. Yeah, married with kids, probably not. What to think about? Yeah, dating probably, but you gotta have an understanding. But like this, I'll be fully transparent. This is one of the reasons that I had to end a previous relationship because the person I was with couldn't move the way I wanted to move because they were stuck in a place, right? And it was either be stuck or do a long distance and I don't do long distance. So um, so I was living in Los Angeles, as you all might've known. And, you know, LA is one of the top five most expensive places to live. And um, we, are, we, we now currently live in the world where due to COVID, a lot of us are able to work remotely. Like a lot of jobs say, well, why are we paying for these large offices if our employees were as productive, if not more productive when they were home? Let's shut some of these offices down to cut costs and let's let our employees work from you know wherever they want to. So a lot of us now have the freedom to work as a digital nomad or to work um, just strictly remotely. So with that being said, um, I went from living in Los Angeles, which was one of the top five most expensive places in the world. And when my lease was up, I was thinking like, huh, where in the United States do I want to live? Like, where where do I want to live? And I just so happened to ask the question, well, why does it have to be in the United States? As long as I have a computer and I'm in a proper time zone, I can honestly live wherever I want. So I decided to pack my bags and move to Medellin, Colombia, which in case you all don't know, it is about 10 times, legit 10 times cheaper than Los Angeles. Like it, it is 4,500 Colombian pesos to one US dollar. Which means that if just let's just say it costs five times less for me to live in Columbia than in LA, I essentially just five x my income without asking for a raise, without getting more clients, without um, doubling my prices. I just five x my income overnight by changing my location, and I get that everybody can't 
move out the country. But if you go from L.A. to somewhere like Texas, right, or you go from Miami to somewhere like Phoenix, right, like like you are finding cheaper places place with cheaper cost of living. And some places in the United States, you can literally double your income by moving somewhere different. And then if you get really lucky, right, if because let's say you, you got the job in L.A. or New York or a city where the income had to be substantiated based upon the location, right? Now you're getting LA money, right? And you're moving to a city where it's a lot cheaper, right? So that's that's like a real hack because you're now able to work remote. So it's like, you might've gotten that or secured that job in a major city, but now you are getting the, because of the, where you decided to move to, you're really able to save a lot of money, y'all. And these are just simple things that you can do, right? Like, and sometimes like people don't want to feel like they're being inconvenienced or like, oh, I don't want to pick up and move. But it's like you got to ask yourself, what do you value more? Right. Do you value being able to get to your financial goals faster? Right. Or being stubborn and stuck in your ways and saying, well, I've always lived here or I really enjoy this city or whatever the case may be. Now, I'm not saying you should move to a city you don't. Enjoy. It doesn't make you happy. Right. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying mm-hmm. if there is another place. Right. And that's the crazy thing. Most of us just have an explorer. Like my sister has a property in Portugal, right? And she absolutely loves it. the cost of living there is great. Most mm-hmm. of us just, it hasn't even been an option. And so a lot of us just think that like, oh, I have to work in the city that, you know, I was from or whatever the case may be. There's so much world out there to see y'all, mm-hmm. right? And don't, and don't get caught up on thinking that you can explore the world. And on top of that, probably save yourself a decent amount of money in the process so that you can get to your financial goals faster. Absolutely. Like, like literally making American money and living somewhere like Colombia or Mexico, that is a true life hack. Like making U.S. money in another country is a life hack. Like, for instance, George, me and you just came back from Miami a couple of weeks ago. Bro, I spent more in Miami in a weekend that I would have spent in a month living in Colombia. Because it's not just rent. You guys look at it. It's going out. It's drinks. It's... um. Taxes, right? You, if you move from LA to somewhere like Austin, Texas, you just save eight percent by not having no more state income taxes, right? Mm-hmm. So we just have to think about where you know, like, ask yourself the idea. If you're young and you have the flexibility, and you're single or you're dating, and that person has the flexibility too, think of some places where you probably live. It's probably a vibe. Probably might like it more than where you're staying. And, and guess how much money, more money you'll be making by moving to that place. And not to mention, y'all, they make airplanes, right? So. You can still travel back, right, to those cities. You know what, Carter? Let's let's plan to do an episode on like five things everybody should know if they're considering becoming like a digital nomad or something like that. Or something okay. like that right? Because yeah. I, I feel like people would want to do it. Maybe they're just nervous about what it looks like. They're like, man, like living out of the country. But what about your friends? What about your family? Like, like what about business? Like, people probably just have unanswered questions on like what it looks like to do it. And so I think we could definitely do a separate episode, just like expounding upon what that looks like to demystify it a little bit, right? Uh, so people can like be encouraged to know that that's a decision they can make. But I hope even off this episode and off this bullet point, you guys start to get curious and start to do some preliminary research on well, what would it look like if I decided to live here and work from here, right? Because if I were you, especially if I was single and have to answer, answer to nobody, I would definitely consider trying out this digital nomad lifestyle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so let's so the- another money. You, you, you want... No, this, this was all you. This was all you. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 So 
This is another really easy money hack. Um, I like to call it the finding money exercise. And so one easy way to ensure that you can get to your financial goals faster, and it's a little hack, is when you go through your online banking or you go through your expenses, we're all going to find a few expenses, transactions, subscriptions that we can either reduce or eliminate, right? It can happen whether it's an expense that goes completely away or one that just goes down, right? Once you identify what those are, you're going get to a, get a quantifiable dollar amount. So let's just give a real world example. Let's say that you had uh, four different uh, streaming services and you realize like, well, shoot, I only had that one because I was watching Power, but Power ain't coming back on for another year. So I can get rid of that one. Hulu, that was for that one series my homegirl told me about, but I ain't watched Hulu in about eight months, right? You just kind of go through your transactions and you're like, yo, I do not need this right now. Have you ever been chilling on your couch and you were maybe trying to find something to watch on TV, whether it's Netflix or Hulu, Amazon Prime, Stars. I mean, there's so many streaming services nowadays, right? Um, maybe you've already binge watched that favorite series and it's over and you're just trying to find something else to watch. But imagine if you spent that energy trying to find creative and impactful content that can help you level up your journey towards your first 1 million in net worth. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks, which is a complete library of past workshops and masterclasses where you can learn different topics across personal finance, wealth building and entrepreneurship on your journey towards your first 1 million in net worth. So head over to melaninmoney.com forward slash join to learn about financial flicks as well as all the other great features that you can find inside of our Melanin Millionaires Club. Can't wait to see you inside. And let's just say you go through that and you can quantify about an extra $150 to $200 a month that you can free up. Now, here's, there's two things that can happen in that scenario. Number one is you got another $150 that you can go trick off, right? He's like, oh, look, look. Hey, bro, I'm buying an extra bottle this week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Option number one. Uh, how how did they get you that? You better hope. <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, bro, we can just put it on the firm. I ain't got to use my. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. It balanced out because it's 103 payments of 150. No. No, uh, man. If y'all know we talking about, make sure y'all go back and watch the last episode. But that's option number one. Option number two is you can immediately, right, identify, like make a transfer, automated transfer to a savings account or investment account, right? So now you are recapturing that money and you literally can't mess it up because the money was being spent before and now it's still being spent, right? But it's being allocated for an investment goal, right? Or a savings goal. And that's an easy, quick hack that everybody can do. So let's make sure that you take nothing else away from this episode, that you identify one to three expenses that you can either eliminate or reduce, right? And immediately thereafter, set up an automated transfer to your savings account or your investment account. And and full full transparency, y'all. I, I just hired George at his firm because I know. I was like, bro, look, I know alone, y'all can find at least five thousand dollars a month that I don't know where where like that I'm not using. Like you know what I'm saying? Because again, when you do this personally, it's one thing. When you have a business, like a multi six figure business or a multi seven figure business, you got all of these transactions, hundreds of right. transactions coming at your account every single month. So if you could find a hundred dollars there, two hundred. Like I know his firm will help you find five thousand dollars a month, at least that money that I'm spending right now that I probably just don't need to be spending. So I'm actively pursuing that exercise right now 
And um, I'll keep y'all posted on how it's going to go because, um, you know, these these subscriptions be adding up, man. They be adding, be adding up. up. And it, 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 it don't feel like it in the moment. It's like $5 here, $7 there, $10 there. And then you look up, it's like, yo, what is going on? Yeah. And it's the same thing for like, like when people always make it seem like they can't get ahead by investing little bits of money, right? Well, how is it that those little transactions add up to hundreds, several hundreds of dollars, in some cases, thousands of dollars? You don't think the same thing can happen on the investment side, right? It's the same thing. So stop, stop undermining the value of small, consistent uh, commitments, right? That's $25 here, $10 there. It will add up. That's why I used to, I don't use it anymore, but I thought Acorns was a really cool app because every time you spent money, it would round up your change and then ultimately it would uh, invest it for you, right? And I did it for like 12 months or something like that. I think I had like 1800 bucks. And, that, and that's like money that if I was still spending cash would have been like, you know, change that have been laying around and I was able to like save an additional just $1,800 on accident, right? So those little transactions, those little expenses add up and it can also work in your favor if you get on the right side of it. Like, like we always talk about, get on the right side of it. Of how things work. It's my favorite because get on the right side of how things work. Shout out to Acorns, man, because like I still use Acorns and I plan whatever trip. I take, I take a trip every December. I'm usually not in the United States every December. And my December trip is completely funded by Acorns. Whatever I'll spend throughout the year and that, the roundups and stuff like that, that money in that account, that money I'm using for my December trip. So um, it's another hack, just finding like extra money lying around, y'all. Um, can, can, can be can be a hack as well. Now, G, I know you wanted to hit on the rewards, which we can, but I had a thought about another one. I think it's just extremely, extremely beneficial that I think if people start doing it now, like when money is okay, when money gets great, it's going to change everything for them. And that is like, I truly believe in percentage-based allocation, whether it's percentage-based saving or percentage-based investing or percentage-based whatever, because if you invest or save off percentages, when your money increases, so does your investments, right? So like I now invest like about 30% of my income. And when I was making, uh, let's say, you know, $50,000 a year, that was about what, $15,000 a year I was investing, making $100,000 a year. That's, that's now $30,000 a year I'm investing, right? And like, Here's the kicker. The more money you start to make, the less money you need for day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. So you actually can start to increase the percentage yep. as you start making more money. So I didn't start out at 30%. When I was making 50,000, I probably was only at 5%, 10% and went up. But like, as I now make more money, I need less of it on day-to-day. So if you if you percentage-based your, your saving and as you make more money, you literally like don't even realize it, but you're doubling, tri- tripling, quadrupling the amount of money you save or invest every single month by investing off of percentages based off of a number. If you say I'm investing $1,000 a month, that's cool. But when you double your income, you still invest $1,000 a month. It's like, bro, I'm happy that you're doing that, but you could be doing a lot more and not even not even realize it. So that's yeah, how no, that's, that's, a, that's a really good one. Um, I think it's, it's one that everybody uh, should practice because, again, it might feel a little more challenging in the early stages, right? When maybe your income is, you know, in, in its growth phase, but it will just radically transform the rate at which you're able to achieve your goals. Um, if you, if you base it off percentages, right? So you're, if you go from 50 to hundred, hundred to 150, 150 to 200, um, to Carter's point, it's like, you're not going to like, 
those those uh, budgets where it's like 50, 30, 20, like whatever, like it sounds good. But like when you're making half a million dollars a year, you don't need to be spending 50% of your income on expenses, right? That's a recipe for spending unnecessary money just because the budget says, well, technically it's okay, right? You should adjust relative to your income, right? Um, and I think that'll be a really, really good hack for you guys. And just, I would say, review it once, at least once a year, right? At least once a year. Um, and if you're making more money, great. Let's let's up that percentage. Let's not get stagnant. Let's not get comfortable. Even if you already are saving and investing, that's great. But I, we want to do everything faster, right? Not faster, like on some get rich quick scheme, right? But I feel like getting rich slow is a scheme too, right? Like someone, someone told you that like, like you had to take forever. And that's not true. Like it doesn't have to take that long. You'll hear me say it now. And you probably have already heard me say it before, but financial independence has nothing to do with age and has everything to do with assets. If it takes a million dollars for you to retire, guess what? If you get a million dollars invested by 40, do you have to wait till 65 just because that's what the rules say? No, you're done. Right. And so when you can wrap your head around that and realize that every time you allocate money towards investing, you are buying back portions of your life. Like that was the paradigm shift for me. If it cost me in this example, $60,000 to live, right? And I own $60,000 worth of Apple stock. I could take a year off if I wanted to, right? I bought back over 2000 hours of my life. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. Because the average person works about 2,000 hours a year. And for every dollar you have invested, you're literally buying back time. And when you can make that paradigm shift, I'm telling you guys, it's a game changer. It's a game. I, that's how I look at all my stock shares. It's like, okay, ooh, bet. Based upon my hourly rate, that's 17 hours of my life, right? Ooh, I got 17 hours of my life just tucked away. 20 hours of my life, 15 hours of my life. When you start looking at it that way versus like, oh, investing is a smart adult thing to do. No, and I'm, I'm not and versus looking at it like, yo, literally, I'm buying back time from my life. I'm telling y'all, like, y'all will look at investing completely different than you do right now. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I just, you know, I, I just checked I did my financial review today because I have to give you and your team some stuff, right? And I was like, yo, one of my, one of my portfolios made my salary, my oh, my former salary, right? And I'm like, yo. I just bought back, like literally I, I made a year's worth of like what I used to make and I was working, my money made that for me. So then, then it just becomes addictive. Then it's like, well, well wait a second, well, that can do that. And let me just do some more. So again, y'all, just some, just some hacks. And again, bring it back full circle. When you make more money, don't just steal, don't, don't just think that you need to spend, still spend 50% of your money on personal expenses. If you double your money, check your percentages every quarter, every year or whatever, and you can allocate some things to where you're like, all right, I might as well just save more. Again, give your money a destination before it goes running wild because if you know, if we don't tell it where to go, we're going to end up losing it. So that's that, that's just another hack. I, th I thought that would be good for everybody. No, that's, that's, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. So yeah, I got another homework assignment. You know, we like to give you our homework assignments. 
All right. Um, turning expenses into assets. Uh, this is this is a really good one, right? Because at the end of the day, um, a lot of where your money ends up going is you know your lifestyle, right? You got to cover your mortgage, you got to cover your rent, you got to cover your car payment, right? So if you can turn some of those expenses, some of those liabilities into assets, that is going to decrease the amount of uh, expenses that you have, which inherently will increase the amount of money that you can allocate towards building wealth. So some popular ones that a lot of you probably have heard of um, are to, like Turo and Airbnb. So for example, I uh, started using Turo back in 2016. I uh, moved it to a, a, a high rise uptown Charlotte and everything for me was walking distance. So I had my barber shop was walking distance. My office was walking distance. I really didn't need to drive for anything. And I had this really nice four series BMW coupe and I was like, man, it's nice. But I'm not using it. And so I was like, well, shoot, I'm just going to put it on tour. And this is before all the, 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 the courses. The girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I put it up, put it on there. I was like, yo, like it's not only is it covering the payment, like I'm, I'm also making a little profit off this thing. And this is like cool because it's like I like the car. I just wasn't driving it that much. And if I really needed it, I could just take it off and then, you know, use it for the day or whatever. And so that was a really good hack because now that I think between gas and car payment, I mean, you're looking at at least $700, probably more than that, $800 plus, yeah, you know, yeah. a month, right? Eight, $900 a month in terms, of, in terms of cost of maintenance and ownership that now was being absorbed. And I, I got a little profit off of it. So I was able to take all that money, right? After, after expenses and then allocate the difference um, toward, towards investing. And so like that was a really, really big hack for me um, and just, you know, being able to turn a liability into an asset. Yes. Some other ways you can do that is um, neighbor.com is a, uh, is neighbor.com. Write this down, y'all. It's a way that if you have, because some of y'all, we all, we all know Airbnb, right? But having someone live in one of your extra rooms, uh, it might not be, you know, it might not be willing to take that sacrifice, but neighbor.com is a website that allows your neighbors in your neighborhood to store things in your apartment that they can't fit in their home, right? So if somebody has extra bikes or just have a whole bunch of boxes and you have a garage that you're not using, you have a spare room in your basement, they will literally pay you a storage fee, just like a storage unit, but they're up the street from you and they're like, hey, like, I, I want to store my things here. Y'all sign a contract. Neighbor.com has the handles their insurance. And now you're literally able to make money off spaces in your home that you're not using. Mm -hmm. So these are I all. Actually heard, I actually never heard of that. That's that's a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just uh, heard of it a couple months ago. Um, that's a really good one on ways you can turn your assets to liabilities, guys. And here's another hack about turning your liabilities and assets. Whether you know it or not, your that liability is not only an asset; it's actually a functioning business. Right. Mm -hmm. Liability is not an asset. It's actually a function of your business. So in GA's example, his Turo car, who is now it went from costing him eight hundred dollars a month. to let's say he's making eight hundred dollars a month. Let's say he's breaking even. Right. He's making money, but he's spending money. Those the, the expenses related to his vehicle are now tax deductions for him because his vehicle is now a business. So now he gets to write off or get a tax deduction for an expense that he was paying for a person that he couldn't write off. But now that he's turned his liability into a business, it's all those expenses related to the asset is now a business expense. And even if he loses money, let's say 
with all the maintenance or whatever, he like he made five thousand for the year, but he lost he lost eight thousand, right? So he has three thousand. He has three thousand dollar loss that his business cultivate again. That loss is money he's already spending. That three thousand dollar loss can now get subtracted from his W two income at work to lower his W-2 income and therefore lower his tax liability. So not only can you turn your liabilities into assets or turn your liabilities into a business, the expenses related to that liability now become tax deductible expenses. And now you're able to make more money and pay less taxes in the same time. Mm, mm, I love it. Love it. Love it. I feel like we got, I feel like we got to have like a, um, like a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, ad, like a custom ad lib. Like, I don't know, like the salt, like, the sauce. I'm gonna I'm think of you know. I'm, I'm good with the yeah, name. I, 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 I sauce so separately. Sauce <laughs> yeah, so separately. You know what I'm saying? But no, that's yeah. good. That's really that's really really good, guys. Because the thing is, the reason why we wanted to do this episode is because we know sometimes you know for our W two earners or our new entrepreneurs, there's so much you know so many things you see on the internet and you just don't know where to start. You're like, oh, that seems too advanced. Um, that's a little bit over my head. Like you just don't know where to start. These are things that virtually anybody can do today, right? And we wanted to make sure we gave y'all some very practical tips and strategies that can help you level up your money in 2023 uh, without you feeling like, man, I got to have some special play or some special expertise to be able to execute. You don't have to have any of that to do anything that we share today, right? And that's what I love about this particular episode because there's literally... Like quite literally, no. Teach you how to find money. Like we not we not telling you to go ask for money. Like we teach you the ways to find more money without having to earn more money. So I love I, lo- I love this one. This this one was good, man. This one was All right. good, All right. guys. So if you like this one, you know what to do. If you're watching this one on YouTube, please subscribe, leave a comment, and share it with one, two, or three friends that you think would find value in this episode. Because here's the thing: I'm gonna tell you another quick bonus hack. Right, one of the easiest ways to level up is to get your circle to level up with you because it is a lot harder to do this stuff on your own. But if you got all your friends out in a group chat and like, yo, you know, I just, I just ran the, ran the tour play. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting an extra $300 a month. Like now y'all are galvanizing each other and motivating each other. Right. So when you share this content with other people, it's not just to help us grow. It's to help make sure that your network, people that you're connected to are also learning and growing along with you so that it's easier. So that when y'all all decide that y'all not going to go out and waste money this weekend, right? Y'all all on the same page because y'all all are learning together. All right. So make sure you share this with three friends. Um, and if you're a loyal Apple podcast or Spotify listener, please make sure you leave us a review subscribe and share it as well. Guys, we thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. We are still on this official countdown to episode 100 and we thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. We hope that this episode was inspiring and gave you some tangible nuggets that you can walk away with and implement in real time. If you found this episode valuable, please like, subscribe, share, and consider leaving a review of this episode on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time.